Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love is Blurry, um, our Love is Blind recap podcast here on Silent Podcast, where we are anything but silent. My name is Javier, and I'm joined with my co-host, Isaiah. How are you doing today, Isaiah? I'm good. Uh, season four, you know, I uh, this is, I want to say my th- third time doing this podcast, because we didn't cover season one. Um, usually, but it was me and Abby, and we did the last two seasons, and I did not expect uh, Love is Blind to come back so fast, but, you know, here we are. So, Javier, I'm very excited to to do this podcast with you. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited to talk Love is Blind. Um, I've been watching season one, um, and that has definitely been the best season out of the four, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that more about my thoughts on season four now. Um, but before we get into it, just how do you feel about Love is Blind as a show? Um, how do you feel the fact that like we got a fourth season so quick? Like season three, I feel like was was like a few months ago and we already got season four. Like, how do you feel about the show as a whole in terms of like dating shows? I know you like those kind of shows. How do you feel about them? Yeah. So I felt like, first of all, I really love dating shows, but not for the right reasons. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really watch for the love. I watch for the mess. You know, I, I like Temptation Island. Are you the one um, and everything above, you know, so I like to watch people not succeed but but, you know sometimes like in season one we get the lauren and cameron experiment and it works you know so um it's always fun to see some couples succeed but i feel like love is blind is in like a really like stagnant place where like i think they keep trying to like recreate the success of lauren and cameron and it's never going the way they want like mm-hmm. the since the show has gotten so mainstream like we, we're getting a lot more clout chasing people like no shade but like raven she felt very clout chasing we saw her on a challenge commercial um and, and even uh i forget what the asian guy's name is from last season but like he was putting fake tears oh, in his eyes oh my wild. god like 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 it's getting so iffy because i'm like all right some of these people aren't here for the right reasons you mm-hmm. know um but i don't know how about you um yeah no same 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 as you i love dating shows like i've been watching them since like the og dating shows on vh1 but also i also watch for the drama the mess um you know maybe i like to see some success don't get me wrong love is great or whatever <laughs> but you know it's reality tv i like it to see the drama and all of that so um similar to you like i really love season one like i if, if i can recommend any season of love is blind is watch season one Season two and three, you're not missing out. Like, they were super messy and, like, not in a good mess either. Like, it was just, like, I could not tolerate the casting. Um, But, yeah, I love Lauren and Cameron. They were my fave. Um, And, honestly, when you look at the track record of Love is Blind, I was looking this up prior to this this recording, and um, we only have four couples left from three seasons. Lauren and Cameron from season one and Amber and Barnett, who I think Amber and Barnett were perfect for each other. That's all I have to say about Mm -hmm. them, too. Um, Season two, nobody. None of the couples are together. And then from season three, we have um, Alex and Brennan and Colleen and Matt. Um, so Love It Blind is not a big success in terms of finding people love. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep watching because I do enjoy some of the mess we get. Um, but all right, so let's get right into season four now. Um, so I guess the way we're going to do this is first is going to name the, the five couples. So spoiler alert, um, we're not going to go like through every episode. So if you are watching this, just know we're going to spoil it from right now. Um, so the five couples that make it to the end are Brett and Tiffany, Irina and Zach, who are not together by the end of episode five, which is the first time, by the way, but we'll get to them. Paul and Micah, Kwame and Chelsea, and Marshall and Jackie. So these are the five couples that got engaged, then they go on to the honeymoon in episodes four and five. 
Um, so we're going to focus really on talking about them, talking about their journey up until this point. All right. All right. All right. So is there any couple you want to start with, Isaiah, that you feel we should talk about their journey first? Let's do Tiffany and Brett. Why not? Okay. Um, yeah. You, what are your thoughts on them? Sure. So first of all, they're an older couple. You know, I, I like mm-hmm. their vibe and the pods. Uh, I think Brett uh and granted just just to give you guys a, a head start i did not finish episode five but i'm fully i'm, I'm okay with me as well i don't care um but what, what, what i've seen so far so brett and tiffany i really like their vibes in the pods um i think that brett uh was he was the nike ceo guy and then tiffany mm-hmm. um i forget what she she's like a a, a recruiter um but yeah mm-hmm. they're they're both definitely older um and, and you know it just kind of worked uh i, I like their vibe uh, i think tiffany's very bubbly and very like transparent and then uh brett's more like the sophisticated serious guy but like it just meshes well um at, at least from what i've seen of course um i did uh think that it was funny the when tiffany fell asleep in the pods oh my god <laughs> uh, i felt bad for brett because he was probably scared i was like Ugh. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like their chemistry a lot, and I I did kind of feel like they were trauma bonding a tad bit. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these couples were doing that, so um, I'm not gonna knock them for that. How about you? Um, yeah. So right from Jump from episode one, Tiffany was like the first person who I liked. I, I like right in my notes. Um, I really wrote like I really liked her energy. I felt like she seemed the most genuine from all the people on the show. Um, and it's very interesting that, like you mentioned, they are the oldest couple. And I wonder if Love is Blind, maybe if they would start casting older people, maybe they would have a bigger success story. Because, you know, they're casting these young 20-year-olds, social media age, um, potential clout chases like Isaiah has talked about before. So I think maybe they'll have more success if they keep casting these older people. Um, but that's just my opinion on it. Um, but, yeah, no, I really like Tiffany. I really liked her energy. She seems very mature. Um, I really like Brett as well. Um, I do agree with you with the trauma bonding, like literally from episode one, Brett started talking about like his hard childhood, how he didn't go to college, but like he made it though. He's like a super successful director at Adidas or something along those lines. Um, and yeah, and then they really just kept dumping in like Brett episode one was talking about the death of his older brother and all this. I was like, whoa, this is a lot for like your first <laughs> date with somebody, which is something very interesting that I always find about Love is Blind because these people within like a week, they decide that they want to get married, which on paper to me sounds insane, but whatever these people can do what they want to do if it makes them happy um but yeah no i really like their chemistry i really like how when they got together they seem to me to be the couple who has the likely most possibility of surviving the show um they really haven't had any issues or hiccups minus tiffany falling asleep which i agree i would also be a little (laughs) heated if i were brett like that's a little messed up tiffany tells you she loves you brett is opening up his heart and she just knocks out so i definitely think that was probably like the only hiccup they've had and, and I like that, like, similar to um, Lauren and Cameron in season one, who I feel didn't really have any hiccups either. I feel like Tiffany and Brett are going down that similar trajectory where they just seem to be like a likable couple. And I feel like they're going to give them a little bit of drama come the um, time when they get into the into the real world. Um, but I think it's going to be like fake drama. Like, I, I can't imagine Brett and Tiffany, like, really arguing over anything. They seem very mature, like they can just talk things through. Um, so I'm really liking them. Um, and they have really great chemistry in person as well, um, right from jump. So... I'm excited to see how their relationship continues to blossom as the season continues. Yeah. It, so this is a little bit, oh, there's like a little bit of an echo, I think. Um, but uh, do you get that? It's like an echo. I'm not sure. 
I don't. I think I hear on your side. It's all right. It's whatever. Um, but basically, okay, now it's gone. Um, but basically, I I love them, and I do think that I agree with you. The the whole uh, Lauren and Cameron chemistry, like they definitely have that, right? Um, but what I am afraid of, because I don't I don't think they're going to be like this, right? But we've seen a, a little bit of like a Lauren and Cameron attempt with jared and ayana from i think there were season two um they ended up getting married they were positive like, like the show were trying to like force like a narrative that they were fighting over like the dumbest stuff like oh you're playing video games like like it was fine right but they didn't have problems till after they left the show right so i, I that's the only thing i fear too like usually we don't really see a lot of these problems until like they're a living under the same roof or b family get involved um but they're both in their third, like late thirties, you know, like 36, 37, they, they both seem to know what they want. They're, they're taking it serious. So uh, I think they're going to be fine personally. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to be fine. Cause I love their, I love how just like chill and it reminds me of like a friendship. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like they really got genuine feelings for each other. So, oh no, I, I'm holding hope for Tiffany and Brett. Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. Um, yeah, no, and, and like Brett's done some cute things that I just wanted to talk about. Like he made her a shoe, which I thought was adorable. <laughs> he like picked out her bathing suit in one episode, which I thought was a really nice touch. And yeah, Brett seems very thoughtful. And I think that's, I agree with you. Like, I just hope that they continue to blossom. Um, and I hope that no, no crazy drama happens in the real world with them. So we'll see though. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so the next couple I guess we can talk about is... Let's talk about Marshall and Jackie, because I feel like I want to save Micah, Irina, Zach, and Paul towards the end, because I feel like they have the most juiciest storyline so far. But yeah, let's talk about Marshall and Jackie. What do you think about them? Marshall and Jackie. Let me put their picture up real quick. Uh, Marshall and Jackie. Okay, there you go. Marshall and Jackie. So from what I've seen with them, um, so I don't think they're too serious. They're both 27, you know, and, and it's... I wasn't sure how to feel about it. Like, I felt like they're both here to find, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend more than, like, a wife, almost. Like, I, I don't know. Or, or a husband. But um, I did like them. They felt like a good friendship in the pods. I think Jackie is a very fine personality. You know, she she didn't feel like <laughs> she was taking the show a little too serious um, until there was, like, a conflict between guys, you know. And... I, I did love that she was starting to show herself and she's like, I'm a skinny mini. Like, like she, she's good TV. Um, I do like Marshall too. I think that he's very direct. Um, I didn't like how he handled, uh, you know, the, the, I think Josh is the other guy's name. Um, yeah. His name uh, is Josh. Yeah. It, it was him and, and Josh. They were both going for Jackie and Marshall felt like he was uh, kind of like manipulating her. Granted, you know, when you're when you're using certain phrases, like I feel like Irina was kind of doing this as well. Um, you know, it's kind of like almost like shifting a narrative to a person like they they're they're here and if, if like they deny you, then you're gonna ruin their experience if they're too afraid to deny you, you know. So I get why Marshall like reacted the way he did, but like come on now, you know, you know, like there's better ways to handle it. But um I don't know, I, I like them. I think that uh I think that they're they just give more friendship than marriage, from what I've seen, at least. How did you feel about it, Javier? Um, so, yeah. So, I think, I guess I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about them individually because I feel like, I, I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I kind of disagree with you. Um, okay. I feel like 
the moment I saw Jackie, like I wrote down like, okay, she's really beautiful. I like her energy. And I wrote, she seems like she'd be good for reality TV. So yeah. when I write that down, that is a good thing for me as a viewer, but it's not necessarily a good thing for someone who's looking for love. And I think as the, epi- as the episodes go on, Jackie, you do see a like slightly immature side to Jackie, um, especially towards, I think in episode five, four and five, when um, Irina and Mike are, are, are kind of starting to beef and Paul and Zach are kind of beefing. And at one point, she, and also with, with Chelsea and Kwame and Chelsea and Micah, just this, there's basically a bunch of other love triangles going on. And I, I remember one episode, like Jackie was egging Chelsea on, like, Chelsea, go break up the talk between Micah and Kwame. And she was being mm. like a low key messy, like, girl, what are you doing right now? Cut to the next day, Jackie's talking to Micah and she's saying, oh, Chelsea, you were doing, t- Chelsea was doing so much while you were talking to Micah. Like, I could never believe she did that, blah, blah, blah. So she seemed a little bit catty there which I enjoy because like I said, she'd be good for reality TV, but I didn't like seeing that side to Jackie because it, it made me a little uncomfortable to see that she could get, she kind of, I don't think she's at the level of Irina and Micah, but she did seem like she had that little bit of a side. Tendencies. To yeah, yeah. She had like a little bit of tendencies, you know? Um, yeah. But in terms of their relationship, I don't know if Jackie's as invested as um, Marshall. Um, to me, Marshall seems like a very normal, nice guy from what I've seen. Like, I haven't seen any red flags from um, Marshall at all. His fight with Josh seemed a little bit almost fabricated because they wanted to have some drama to, I think, probably bring Josh back later. Or, you know, they wanted some drama there, it seemed, because the fight was like a two-minute fight and it wasn't even a real argument. Um, But I do kind of agree with you. I didn't love how he handled it. Like, bro, we're all dating the same people. Like, you don't have to come at me so, you know, with that energy for no reason. So I didn't like how Marshall handled that. But overall, I do like Marshall. I think he seems like a sweet guy. I think he seems unfortunately more invested than um, Jackie. And we've seen that with past couples on Love is Blind. So I'm a little scared that um, once they go into the real world, I don't know how that's going to happen, how that's going to work out. Yeah. And then we saw in like episode, I think it was four, Jackie just broke down at one point and she keeps talking about this ominous, when I'm back in the <laughs> real world, things are going to change. And we haven't been told as a viewer what that is, but I'm very nervous what that means. Um, we got some, I remember when they were in the pods, we got a little bit of Jackie talking about how like her dad was like, was never interested, would never like support a man she was dating and that caused some tension. So maybe that's what she's alluding to when they get into the real world. So I am super curious to see how this couple's going to deal with going back into the real world, because I definitely feel like there's going to be some tension there. Um, so I'm interested. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, um, if I can compare them to a previous uh, couple, I'm thinking of Sal and what's the other girl's uh, name? It was Sal and what's that? You know, I'm talking about Salvador and someone else. Yeah, Sal was in season two. Season I don't two. Who... I forget the girl, but he he played the guitar for her. Yeah, like, like they oh they had a good vibe, but like it ended up not working out. Like, you know, um, not... Sal and Jessica. Jessica, I don't know why I feel like they're going to end up like that. I don't know. I mean, listen, I I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I also like that you mentioned that Jackie does have a lot of, no, like the DRs, like she had a lot of good diary room sessions. Like, yes. like you said, the any mini joke and she seems very personable and like, like I like her energy for reality TV. I just don't know if it's going to be, if she's going to end up finding love on love is blind. You know, I think she might do better on like the challenge or something. We'll see. So, <laughs> Raven, listen, they're they're they they want some love is blind people, so it's not too far fetched. Perfect matches, you know. Uh, yeah. I hope I just hope she's not a cloud chaser. That's all. Yeah, but, I yeah. hope so too. <laughs> we'll see. 
Um, all right, so the next couple, so the next three couples are kind of all intertwined, so we'll see how we can talk about them without like getting too much in the weeds. But I guess we could talk, we could start with Kwame and Chelsea. Ugh. Um, so, uh, Isaiah, let me know what are your thoughts on Kwame and Chelsea? So, look, it's like, okay, I don't have a problem with Chelsea, you know, I don't have a problem with Kwame. Uh, this is a perfect. This is just a personal gripe. Um, I have it, it's just like Kwame. I'm trying to find like a, a a politically correct way to say this without being rude. It just feels like he doesn't <laughs> accept his blackness. Like I don't know, bro. Like Ooh. like like I'm just being I'm just being honest. Like I don't I don't know what his upbringing is. Of course, like I you know I don't know what it is, but like from him saying like oh i couldn't take my prom home date home because i was black um oh i was gonna come here and pretend my name was alex because i didn't want my name i was just like bro just be yourself you like white girls there's nothing wrong with that just be just be straight up bro like like you don't need to like change yourself you know and I kind of had this problem with SK last season. Obviously, he picked Raven, but but still, like he Abby pointed out this great thing where it was like, SK, that's that's not your actual name. You're just using this like abbreviation and and not using your act. Be yourself. The whole point of this experiment is to be transparent. It's to be a hundred percent yourself, and you can't be judged because they don't know what you look like. You're 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 being you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just had some red flags there. Outside of that, you know, him and Chelsea, they seem to have a good little connection in the pods. Uh, you know, they, they seem very flirty. Uh, I remember a couple people <laughs> sung songs in, inside the pods. He's one of them, right? Um, Yes, it was him and yeah. uh, um, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Zach. Trial. <laughs> mess. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, from what I've seen... You know, you know they're okay. I don't see it lasting. I'm not gonna lie, because they they seem like they have really good conversations, but I never really saw it romantically. Like I didn't see a romantic bond. I just saw like these guys are really good at talking with each other. You know, like that that's a person to talk to. Obviously, as you said, there's like a love triangle going on or something. So interested to hear about that. But um, how did you feel? Um, yeah. So when it comes to Chelsea, I kind of agree with you. Like she seems fine. She hasn't done anything to like rub me the wrong way or to seem like she doesn't seem like she's here to clout chase. Like she seems like she's like a a nice, relatively normal woman. Like I I mean, I, I don't mind Chelsea. Like I have nothing to say about Chelsea. Kwame, on the other hand, <laughs> um, I just feel like in this love is blind and in, in the realm of this show, whenever someone goes with their second choice, it just never ends well. And that's, that's what we're that's what we're like. Kwame was hooked on micah like micah was his person he was ready to propose to micah um he was ready to shut chelsea down and then micah shut him down and we've seen in the past i i I can't remember couples off the top of my head but we've seen on the past on the show where whenever actually with with bartice i think it was bartice was one of the ones who Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about bartice because that can be a whole nother podcast about shana Shana, (laughs) yeah shana with shane yeah yep you're right so whenever anyone's their second choice it makes me feel a little bit bad for chelsea because we see it when they actually all see each other and they all meet by the poolside, et cetera. And there still seems to be some kind of unresolved feelings or sentiments towards Micah. And I feel like that's going to um, really cloud the whole relationship. When Micah's not around, I do agree with you, Isaiah, that 
Kwame and Chelsea seem to get along well. Like they when when there's no like Micah in the picture, everything actually looks pretty good. Um, but I just fear that the fact that Micah's gonna be in the picture for the whole season is not gonna bode well for their relationship. Um, we also have to ban singing from the show. Like Kwame was not as bad as Zach, but like bro, ban guitars, ban singing. It should just not be allowed on the show because it's it's been terrible like every time. It makes me cringe every single time. So we need to stop that. I can't do that. It's romantic, Javier. I can't. <laughs> Is it though? Like, <laughs> oh, Lord. Listen, Sal's the only person to like sing a, a song and it actually like, oh, okay, well, not bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of bad singing in the pods for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, do I think they will last? Um, I don't really know. I do feel like Chelsea's handling this better than most people. Um, I feel like when, you know, the whole thing with Micah and when Kwame and Micah were like, in my opinion, they were like low-key flirting in that 20, the whole like 20-minute conversation. And I think that was the first time on the show. Like, I don't consider myself a jealous person in the real world, but like low-key if I were Chelsea, I like really understood where she was coming from. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Micah made a weird comment, address the comment and then keep it pushing. But they were like laughing and touching and ha 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 ha. And I kind of felt for Chelsea. Like I would feel some type of way as well. So, and Chelsea handled that well. Like Chelsea even tried to talk to, even though I know Michael approached Chelsea later on in the episodes, Michael approached Chelsea to talk and like try to squash the beef. But I think Chelsea handled it well. And I feel like Chelsea's going to keep trying to make this work, but I just don't see if it, that it's possibly going to work by the end of it. Um, especially when they get into the real world. Kwame seems like he might have some baggage there too. I don't know. I don't know why, but it just seems like the guy just has baggage outside of the <laughs> show. Um, so we'll see how that happens when they get into the real world. But yeah, that's what I feel. Mess. Um, all right. So next we can move on to the two most dramatic couples on the season. Let's actually, since we were talking a little bit about Micah, let's move on to Paul and Micah first. Oh boy. All right, Isaiah, what are your thoughts on Paul and Micah? You know that it's kind of a fortune. I don't have a lot. Uh, I think Paul and Micah, they in the pod seem to like talk a lot. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the whole Micah storyline because I'm gonna be honest with you, it didn't seem that relevant in the pods. You know, um, Micah kind of well, <laughs> we'll get to Mike in a second. But Paul, you know, Paul seemed straightforward, like average Joe. They, every season has like uh, a milk toast like normal guy that's paul um there's a couple of them this season but like yeah. definitely that's paul this season um you can't really speak on him too much but he's a nice guy you know good talker micah micah in Irina, 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 and micah yeah, Irina. i got some choice words for them but i specifically for Irina, micah i i could tell mean girl from from the rip you know what i'm saying yeah. so um i didn't like it's it's unfortunate i don't have a lot to say about her in her connection i have more to say about her how she was treating other people like this is the yeah. first season um that we spent a lot of time in in like pod life like outside of the dates uh like we're, we're getting to know these people on on the other side of the wall um mm-hmm. and she was like really a mean girl like laughing at people when they're crying and being uh emotional and stuff and like her and Irina are, are very rude uh, but i i did not like the gaslightness like at first i thought it was like kind of funny like she was just like playing around and then it just got very repetitive i'm just like oh i don't i don't like this and I don't know. It's just like I just don't like her energy. Her aura isn't that good. Um, 
I'm trying to think of like any standout moments that I could give her as positive, but it's just like I could smell like ooh, like I like I felt like she was getting a lot of focus, so like I was I could tell she was gonna get out the pods. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know if you treat other girls like that, like other people that you're living with, I'm afraid to see this when you guys have to live under the same roof. Um, Like how much is that going to last? Like you guys can only play nice for so long. Um, And and obviously, like you said, mess, you said there's mess here. I want to hear about it. Um, But from the pods life, this is fun. I'm kind of like the pods, like you're like outside the pod. Yeah. But but in terms of the pods life though, yeah, I I did not like what I was seeing and I fear for Paul, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I I did not like it. Mm. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I fully agree with you. Like Paul, yeah, he seems like a very regular guy like he's an environmental scientist he seems he's actually actually seems to be a better flirt than i would have expected like he was flirting well with um micah and amber actually so i kind of want to bring up amber a little bit because if you see the previews i think amber might be coming back as well for the next few episodes um but yeah no paul let's i guess talk a little bit more paul paul seems like a nice guy um he is picking Micah the best choice for him? I don't know. Um, but Paul, like, Paul, if we want to, I don't know if you remember Amber from the pause, but Amber was the other girl Paul was talking to. Um, mm-hmm. She was there from the beginning as well. Um, she was like a flight attendant. She's been married twice before. Um, and Paul was like kind of debating between um, Amber and Micah. And we saw a little bit of like Micah's, you know, the, the first signs of Micah being like kind of the mean girl, the way she would treat Amber, laugh about Amber, like, and the way that when Amber wasn't like when Paul broke it off with Amber, Micah was like be- beaming from ear to ear. Like I feel like that energy is very weird. Like I know you're there competing for the same guy, but come on, like at least for the cameras, like at least act a little bit like like I'm happy that I got it, but I also feel bad for Amber. You know, show some kind of camaraderie there. So yeah. I didn't like that, but I do think that Amber will come back later on with Paul because once we move into the in-person time, um, we get a scene of Zach and Paul talking, and they bring up um, Bliss and they bring up um, Amber because Zach had Bliss in the pods. He also had like two matches just like Paul did. And they were kind of bringing up like, did we make the right choice, et cetera, et cetera. So Paul also seems to be thinking about was Michael the right choice for him? Um, So we'll see with Paul. Like I agree, he seems like a nice guy and we'll see what ends up happening with him. Um, In terms of Micah, when, so Micah kind of reminds, similar to, what I said about Jackie earlier, when Irina's not around, Micah does not seem as bad in my opinion. Like she seems a bit more tolerable. Like when Paul and Micah are having their like heart to hearts, they're like one-on-one dates. It seems like mm-hmm. they can talk and they seem a bit more genuine. But then when you throw Irina in, it's like she does a 180 and she becomes like the mean girl. And like she wants to like match mm. Irina's energy. Um, so I do feel like she tries to egg on Irina when Irina's around, um, which I don't like that energy from Micah at all. Um, I don't like how she handled the situation with Kwame either. So that kind of gave me the ick. Like, you rejected Kwame. Like, why yeah. are you then going to, like, basically flirt with him and be territorial and make that weird joke? She made, like, a weird joke um, in episode four about, like, a proposal that, like, led to an argument with Chelsea and them. She was like, oh, I, I never accepted your proposal or something along those lines. Like, that's just a weird joke to say to someone who you know, like, was going to propose to you and who, who you know feels some type of way about you. So, yeah, I'm really not liking Micah's energy, especially when she's with Irina. Um, I do, unfortunately, feel like she's not in this for real. I think I can't see a future for her and Paul when they get into the real world. Um, but, yeah, we'll see with Micah. Like, 
she's rubbed me the wrong way pretty much the whole season as well. So not a big fan. Not a fan. Um, and Paul and, and uh, Zach just like uh, Paul. I mean, he had options, but I can see why he picked Micah. I feel like him. Micah put in a lot more groundwork with the conversations mm-hmm. that Amber did, so I get it. Agreed, yeah. Josh, when we get to him, I really feel like he fumbled. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not upset that Paul picked her. It's just like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, like Netflix knew what they were doing. From what I heard, they usually come out with a lot of couples at the end of, of these pods things. Like, like a lot of people, some people literally just get proposed to just because they want to move on with the show. Some people actually have genuine connections and then they get proposed to, but Netflix has always picked a certain amount of couples every season. I'm pretty sure it's like what, uh, somewhere between four to six and they move on with those people. So even if let's say there's like 12 other couples that are selected, they could be like, uh, sorry, we, we ain't going to pick you. You know, like, you're not that entertaining. You're actually in love. We're looking for people to be messy. You know what I'm saying? So they knew what they were doing when they when they let this move on. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but sad days, man. I don't know. What, I don't see it going a good direction, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that's something that I was thinking about the show, too. Like, I think every season we've had five couples. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, and then I have heard that like, as well, like I've seen, I've heard like background, you know, like backstage, like some couples end up being like, why weren't we on the show? Like we were dating too, and we proposed to each other. So yeah, definitely Micah and Irina, they were definitely kept for, they, they knew they were going to bring the drama. Dare I even say that, especially Irina was cast just for the drama. Like I feel like Irina heard, oh, is there a check involved? And I could be dramatic and I could possibly get cast on all these other, because Netflix has now begun this whole, like like with Perfect Match. They had mm-hmm. like a show last year where they did like some challenges with people from multiple um, Netflix shows. So I feel like Irina and like and Michael by extension, those two, I can totally see them going on the show to like continue their reality TV careers and not necessarily because they want to find love, which is sad for like, Paul, who seems like a nice guy who is invested in this process. So we'll see yeah. what happens with that. Um, but yeah, our last couple, um, Irina and Zach. So let me hear your thoughts on these two. I don't like Irina at all. I'm I'm such an Irina hater. Um, I, I'm not a fan, man. Like I I felt like she was the the facilitator of most of the drama i didn't like the whole cupcake business uh with bliss um i didn't like that you know i mean obviously her and bliss both kind of like try to play politics inside the the pods with zach with like oh i don't like her she's a me person i'm I'm questioning your character that's what bliss said and then it felt like Irina was trying to play like victim like you're not seeing everything, you know? So uh, you're basically gaslighting bliss on the other side of the wall and then trying to play like, oh, what was me? Like, you know, she's being so mean to me. Uh, girl, you know what's up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't like that. Um, I, I feel like she definitely pulled at Zach's heartstrings. First of all, I, Zach, nice guy, you know? Um, I think that he was a lot more comfortable behind the wall. And then when they actually met in person, yeah. he really froze up. Um, Cause you, if you look at him in the wall, he's very comfortable. I feel like he's very charis- charismatic, um, chill dude. And then he's like a completely different person when he finally meets Irina, you know, like doesn't blink. It's awkward 
silence it's so bad you know just staring um and you know there's also the age gap like he's 31 she's 25 it's not that bad but i think bliss was closer to his age you know it's i felt like bliss you know his, his reasoning it seemed like bliss was more how how do I say it? Like like he thinks that Bliss and him have a great connection, but it wouldn't go anywhere romantically. Where Irina was kind of like setting her territory, very transparent what she allegedly wanted. Um, I, I think she she probably thought that Zach looked very different. Um, I, I think that she's just not attracted to him physically. And I mean, you know, that's okay. It, it's a blind dating show, but um, you don't need to be rude about it. Like saying that he looks like a cartoon character and all that stuff. I, you know, I, I don't think she was being too serious, but you know, it, looking back, it looks pretty wild, you know? So, um, uh, and, and I'm, I'm so, like, whenever we get done here, I got to finish five. I'm sure you're about to tell me, but I'm just, I'm not. I'm just not vibing with her. And I, I'm going to be honest. She's giving me shake vibes. Uh, she's like the female shake right now. I did not like shake at all. So not a good look. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I want to start with Zach. So, so Zach, yeah. So, so I agree with you fully about Zach when he was behind the, or in the pods behind the wall, he definitely had much more energy, much more charisma. I feel, um, I mean, I remember in, in episode one, the first thing he told the girls was that he joked that he was a stripper and like he came in, he came in, I felt like I was like, oh, this guy came in swinging. He's going to be a funny guy. He's going to have a lot of charisma, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then when he met um, Irene in, in person, it was like a complete 180. Like I agree with you. He was being super awkward. Um, and I think that he was being awkward more so because Irina wasn't reciprocating the energy that he was expecting for her to reciprocate. I mean, I have nothing to base that on because I haven't seen Zach in like a situation with real <laughs> people. So he might just be a very awkward individual. But to me, the the way that he carried himself, even once he was with Irina, like he was very open and he was very willing to talk about things that Irina was not. And I really like that part of Zach. Um, but Zach 100% made the wrong choice. Um, I have to talk about Bliss. Bliss was my favorite person. Like my favorite girl was Bliss. My favorite like person on the show was Bliss. And I thought Bliss was super mature. I thought she had, um, I love the way she carried herself, the way she talked, like everything about Bliss. When when Zach like shut it down with Bliss, it made no sense to me. Like Bliss had no red flags to me. Bliss was super nice. Um, I will say since Isaiah, you mentioned this earlier about like Bliss and Zach had a little bit of like, like why the relationship didn't work out. In episode three, they had the, this conversation where Zach was feeling some type of way that Bliss's family wasn't going to accept him. Um, and Bliss was being very mature about it. She was saying like, um, why are you so worried about, is my family going to accept you? Like our relationship is me and you. She was like, if they don't like you, like nothing's going to change. It's not going to change how I feel about you. I'm going to pick you every time. And Zach, even though this girl was so mature, Zach could not take that, um, and, and deal with that situation. It was just so insane to me with Bliss. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he really worried about that. You know, um, I, I like to think back at Jessica with, with Mark in season mm -hmm. one and Shana um, with, uh, I forget the guy's name, but like Shana used to bring up religion. Jessica would bring yes. up age. They didn't really care about that. And I don't think Zach, Zach is honestly the, the nicest version of this example I'm about to talk about, but I think he didn't really care about that. I think he was trying to look for an out. 
Um, it's you know, I've now that I see how he is, I think he just doesn't handle high stress situations. I think he did have feelings yeah. for Bliss, but you know, you can only pick one person. Um, and I think he just did know how to just say. I'm going to go with Irene, Irina without hurting. He just didn't want to hurt her feelings. He's a nice guy. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, but, you know, just be honest and, and just say that. Because if you just keep bringing up these barriers that I don't even think he really believed in, um, I think that, it, it honestly, it made it probably harder to say no to Bliss because she was giving great responses. I'm going to be honest. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way she was carrying herself, bro, yeah. I was like... How can yeah. you even like every everything she had was a great answer, great rebuttal, you know? Like even even when she was like, I sat Irina down and we settled our differences. Um, and you know, like we, we talked about it, we just want you to be happy. So I would have been like, damn, like like I, I can't say no to this person. It's the one, you know? like yeah. how, how bro? Yeah, you dropped the ball, man. It's unfortunate. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with you, like. I, th- I bliss was just was such a catch you know and it just didn't make sense to me why he like i agree with you he kind of was coming up with reasons to break it off with um uh bliss but something very interesting about zach and Irina's relationship is that even in the pods um from episode two i have notes of zach a lot i felt like zach in the pods was trying to convince himself that Irina was a good person somehow i don't even know how zach knew that Irina was being so messy and so shady um, Irina forgot about his birthday. She's like, whoops, Zach, I'm sorry I forgot about your birthday. Um, and, and he was just trying to do, in my opinion, so many like mental gymnastics to try to be like, no one sees Irina the way I see her. Like she's, she really cares about people. She's this great person. Um, at one point, like in one of the episodes, let, I actually want to see, he called her vicious. Like, why would you date someone who you think is vicious? Like that was just such a crazy, I would never describe someone who I love as vicious. That was just a wild thing to say about Irina. Like, and he was just continuously, we see this in the pods and even out of the pods, he's coming up with these reasons to think, to like paint Irene in a better picture than even he even thought that she would be. Um, and I don't really understand why he was so caught up with Irina. Like I never got a good reason what Irina did to like convince Zach that she was the best as opposed to Bliss who was constantly like, you know, talking to him, being real with him. They had deep conversations. Like you said, like she handled everything so maturely. So I didn't understand why Zach went in the arena when it seems like he's forced, he's almost like forcing himself to like forget all the negative things he's heard about Irina up until the point they get um, proposed. I think Irina did a great strategy, and this isn't even a strategic game. <laughs> um, but, but her strategy is basically like, look, I'm going to use keywords and really hold this man's feet to the fire. Fire, You know, like she was using um, a lot of emotion-related topics and, like, I don't really care. You know, I just love you for you. Like, I don't care what you look like. Obviously, that was a lie. Um, but, like, all the, like all these things, you, you know, it was a big thing with someone else as well. But uh, the big word, reassurance. She gave a lot of reassurance to Zach. And I think Bliss gave reassurance later once he voiced it. Um, voiced his concerns but you know she really kept giving him reassurance was it genuine i don't think so the only time will tell um but she used the key trigger words to really pull at a person's heartstring you know it's uh, a class manipulation um but you know all we know bliss uh, uh you know uh irena actually likes zach and then they they get married so so you know i'm it's only episode five I'm gonna I'm gonna wait out, but uh, you know I don't like what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> I mean, 
clearly I can tell you didn't reach the end of episode five. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> because spoiler alert, they do break up right at the end of episode five. So before oh, they boy. during the honeymoon phase, they break up on literally the last 10 minutes and they're gonna go back into I think this season is actually in Seattle. Um, they're going back to Seattle, like broken up. So we'll see what happens when they get there. Um, but I guess to talk a bit a bit more because we've been focusing really a lot on Zach. I kind of do want to talk a bit more about my thoughts on Irina. Um, so yeah, like you said, Irina is definitely the she is the mean girl. Like she is the she brings out this nasty side of Micah. She's like in the pods we saw her like laugh at people crying. I think Amber was crying. Jackie was crying. She was laughing about it. She was like eavesdropping, like trying to collect tea. Like like that's not cute. Like you're showing like girl, you're on a dating show. Like, come on. Like, what are you there for? Are you there for the drama or for the dating? And clearly I think she's there for the drama. Um, and from the moment she met Zach, she, the they, I think this was the most awkward proposal. Like when they proposed in episode three, I've never seen it that awkward. Like they sat so far apart. Their body language was so off. Like you said, from jump, she was like, you look like a cartoon character. Like that's just not something you say to someone. You look super intense. And like, she, I feel like she wasn't trying at all to even... And and I Zach does voice this, I think, in episode five. Like she never even tried to give Zach a chance. Like and, and that's like I guess that's fine because I, I mean I don't this show and like life, I don't think love is blind personally, but it's fine if it's not for you. But the way you treat people is what really matters. Like she didn't have to make Zach almost feel like a pariah. Like she was making Zach feel like he was this weirdo, like he's like so ugly. Like and, and I understand why Zach was getting so insecure, like once they met in episode four and five, because she was really like Bro, they were like sleeping on opposite sides of the bed. She was like, he touched me and I felt the ache. Like, come on, like you don't say that about people. So Irina's well, just not a good person. Just like you say, you don't believe that love is blind. This is the love is blurry podcast for a reason. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't believe in it either. Um yeah. I, I I do think, you know, that the Lauren, Cameron, and the other couples we spoke about, very small percentage. Like, <laughs> it's crazy that, just to take off course for a second, that shows like Big Brother produce way more successful, happily married couples with children, right? Yeah. Than like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, uh, Are You the mm -hmm. One, uh, This. Like, it's like the dating shows actually flop at what it's meant to do, which is make couples where like these other shows that are completely not meant for that have a lot more successful couples. Like there's something there. Um, and mm -hmm. unfortunately, I think season one, maybe two as well, were so good because it, it was still authentic. But once it got, unfortunately, commercially popular. You have all these clout chasers coming in here. I really think Irina was here for tour, for uh, Instagram followers. Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't I, – I, and I'm going to check her Instagram following after this because I want to confirm that. But I don't I don't think she's here for the right reasons. And I feel like if he got to see her facial expressions and everything, he probably would have pulled the plug on this. But obviously, that's, you know, that's not the show that you sign up for. So mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. Um, it's – yeah, it's just crazy. These reality, these like dating shows have very poor rates of success, unfortunately, for the people who go on them. And it, it makes you think like when these people go through these casting processes and whoever cast these shows, are they really casting people who they think are there for love or are they really casting people who are there for drama? Because there's I can't imagine Irina went through the casting process and they did not realize this girl is here for the drama, which is fine for like me and you, Isaiah, who like 
we're here for like the messy TV and whatever. It feels great. But damn, like it must suck for like the people who actually go on the show to find love when, you know, like the Lauren, the Camerons, who luckily they found each other, you know, so it's 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 like sucks when you see someone like Irina, who I think, like I said earlier, she just wants to start like a reality TV dynasty um, and just being catty. And I think she's going to get her wish. And I I foresee Irina being cast at other reality TV shows. And I don't think she's going to survive. She doesn't seem like she's I think Love is Blind is not catty is that is not catty enough. When she if she is cast on something like the challenge even on something like big brother or survivor any of these other like reality competition shows these reality dating people shows i don't think they're ready for the energy that some of those cast members can bring mm. so if i really get cast her her vibe is definitely like a lock for like the netflix ether that they're trying to make with uh reality stars like perfect match season two if they ever do yeah. that boom yeah. Uh, if they want to throw a mole person, I mean, not the mole, a circle season, mm-hmm. they need some drama. Boom, you know, like she's about to be yeah. in the Netflix pool very, mm-hmm. very occasionally. I feel like it, but well, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the only thing that I did like about Irina is like we mentioned earlier where uh, people were singing, and Irina was the only one who was like, Zach, please never sing again because she was being <laughs> so real. Because we need to be honest here, like, at least she was honest with Zach. I was like, bro. Your singing was so terrible. <laughs> she like really clocked it for that, which I thought was funny. But that was the only time that I was like, okay, well done, Irina. But yeah, Irina just a whole mess. Very mean to Zach. And oh, wait, we didn't even, I guess because we haven't gotten to episode five. But another thing with Irina is that Irina in episode five begins to flirt with Paul. So this is what I'm saying that Irina and Micah were cast for drama because Irina and Mike are best friends. And in episode five, Irina starts to flirt with Paul. She like, at, at when Zach and her break up, she tells Zach, Paul is completely my type. Like I made the wrong decision. And Paul asks her like, are you going to try to talk to um, uh, Zach? Try, Zach asks um, Irina, are you going to try to talk to Paul in the real world? And Irina says, I don't know. Cause he's dating my best friend and Micah. So Irina's clearly like, I don't know if she's going to confront Micah. She's going to confront um, Paul and tell him that she's like attracted to him. I don't feel like Paul was really flirting with Irina back, but Irina was flirting hard with Paul. Like everyone saw Zach called it out. And I think a few other the cast members in episode five were like, she's getting a little close to Paul. Like this is a little weird. So Irina's definitely here for the mess. Like the fact that she's doing that to her best friend potentially is just insane to me. So we'll see how that turns out as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are our five couples. Um, Move, so, given these five couples, Isaiah, who is there any other thoughts you have on this episode, on those four, four episodes that you've watched? Anything else you want to shine a light on? You know, I'm just glad we're out the pods. Um, you know, I'm usually very into the pods, uh, but you know, this is the first time in four seasons I've kind of had like trouble really getting into it. Like, I, I don't know if this is too early to say like this is a very like ugh, cast a little bit you know like I, mm-hmm. I I really do like some people like for example I really like Tiffany and Brett and I really am rooting for them but Micah and Irina this just brought something I didn't care for um, you know I, I do like Jackie and, and Marshall I don't even though I don't think they're going to work out I'm rooting for them just those two girls they really rubbed me wrong in Kwame I it, just those three it was just something I just didn't like. I did not like uh, what I was seeing, man. But, you know, now that we're outside 
and we get to watch the mess ensue because mm-hmm. the move-in phase, as you said, is usually the hardest part of the show. I'm I'm fully invested, so I'm excited for it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. This was the first time where like the pod was like, a, I was like, let's speed up to this. Like, I can yeah. see who the couples are gonna be. Like, come on, let's get to the dating. And I do think in the honeymoon phase, we got much better reality TV. And I am, same as you, like, I'm excited to see where the next, I think they're dropping three more episodes this week, and they're going to do, like, three, three, and then the finale. So I'm excited to see how they're, all these relationships work out um, in the real world. I'm, ex, you know, I'm a little, I don't know if I'm excited is the word, but I am interested to see what happens with Irina and Micah and Paul. I think that might be the most dramatic um, love triangle going into the next few episodes. So we'll see how that turns out as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess I say uh, final thoughts. Which one of these couples do you think is going to prove that love is blind and make it the Lauren and Cameron story? Who do you think is going to have the Lauren and Cameron, the Amber and Barnett, etc., the few success stories from Love is Blind from these five couples? My vote is on Brett and Tiffany, and I am not putting my money on anybody else. <laughs> I think you made a great choice. I fully agree with you. I think Brett and Tiffany, and I want them to succeed. Like, there are a couple I'm rooting for. I normally don't root for most of the couples because I feel like they're kind of fake. But, yeah, I'm rooting for Brent and Tiffany. The other four, I just don't see it for any of them. Um, so we'll see what happens in the next few episodes, and we'll see where these couples end up um, in the last few episodes of the season. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Isaiah, um, as we wrap up, where can everyone find you? Where can they listen to other content from you, et cetera? Yeah. First of all, this is a very fun episode, and I'm looking forward to doing the rest of the season. Um, but uh, if, as usual, you can find me at Eight Ball Bangers on all social media platforms. Um, you can find me over here doing Big Brother Canada coverage, Big Brother 25 as well. It's coming up shortly. Uh, looking forward to that so you can uh, check me out over here at Sound Podcast doing all things Big Brother, Mandalorian Love is Blind uh, we just wrapped up uh, Are You the One? A lot of stuff you know but um, Total Drama is coming I'm, I'm hyped for that too um, but yeah you can you can catch us here and you can also find me at Rob has a podcast occasionally talking Big Brother uh, but how about you Javier where can people find you? Uh, yeah so you can find me on Twitter everyone at underscore the Starboy um, where I tweet about all my favorite shows I've been tweeting about Love is Blind, so if you want some extra content on my opinions on Love is Blind, on these messy characters, on these interesting decisions that some of these people are making, follow me there. And yeah, catch me here on Love is Blurry. Um, We have at least three more weeks of this. We'll probably eventually get a reunion, which we'll probably cover. So yeah, catch me here on Love is Blurry, talking all Love is Blind, and you might see me guest star on other um, of the um, shows that we have here on Silent Podcast. Uh, So thank you everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time on Love is Blurry. All right, bye. bye.